You're listening to the Chapel Students Podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Thanks so much for tuning in to the podcast. I'm your host, KJ Julian. Wow. Can you believe it? Summer 2021. It's over. Just like that. Bam! Did you know we saw over 2,223 students at all of our events this summer? That is unreal to me. We gave away an Xbox Series X, we had nine students lead an internship in Chapel Kids, and speaking of Chapel Kids, we helped put on an incredible VBS for hundreds of kids. There were so many teenage volunteers. You guys showed up, made a huge difference. Wow, unreal. This summer was crazy. Speaking of friends, I've got two great friends here in the studio today. You guys, Chris Moore and Jack Ellswick are in the building! What's hey. up? What's up, guys? How are you guys doing? So good. Hey. Man, I'm so excited. Man, I'm so glad you guys carved out time in your schedules. I know you guys are super busy. Thanks for being here today. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having us. How's, how's your day going? How are you, what'd you guys do today? All kinds of stuff. Started with uh, 21 Days of Prayer. That's right. Come on. Showed up. Nice. It was great. And then just, you know, chapel stuff. Chapel stuff. Chris, what about you? What do you you got a new uh, job recently, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing some home renovations, so I painted a few walls today. Oh yeah. It was <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. Hey, inside, AC, painting walls. Hey, you can't beat, can't beat that. It's better than just being out in the blazing heat. Yeah. It's like seven hundred and thirty two degrees. I think today's one of the hottest yeah, days right. of the summer. I just got an alert that said the month of July, uh, the Weather Channel sent me an alert that said the month of July was the hottest month on earth on record. <laughs> oh, like that's man. just wait. <laughs> like, hold on, hold on. Say that like, again. What? This <laughs> past July was the hottest recorded time on the earth. Ever. Is that is what, insane. Is what it said. It That's says, insane. breaking news, July was Earth's hottest month on record. Wow. That's crazy. How do we even know? Yeah, how do you know? <laughs> I don't even Prove understand that. Prove it to me, that. okay. <laughs> okay, so the summer's over. What was the highlight of your guys' summer? It can be chapel-related, yeah. unrelated to that. What mm. was the best part of your summer? Yeah, uh, chapel students-related. Um, summer kickoff, coming back. That was my first Wednesday coming back. It was so awesome. It was so good. We had a ton of new sixth graders, and it was so cool to see the entire stage filled up. Oh, man. And then uh, that was a foam frezzy, right? So yeah, the foam frenzy. Foam frenzy. You said Easily foam frenzy. Easily foam frenzy. My... R's are hard to pronounce sometimes. <laughs> Thanks you sound for like that. an N or a Z that was hard. My, the foam frenzy. You it was did. awesome. It was so much fun. Man, having two this time, that was that was legit. That was a great idea. That was Jack's idea. Why don't we just get two foam machines? I was like, you know, let's for the children. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. For, for the children. <laughs> yeah. That's a great I get, idea. I get one good idea a year and that was it. Wow. You've got four more months left unfortunately without great ideas. Yeah. No, you had another great idea. Pokemon Go. Oh, I did. Yes. yes. Such I a good idea. Yeah. idea. You brought us back to it. You guys, we have a confession to make. We play Pokemon Go now. Yeah. All the time. It's the lifestyle. It's been really it fun. But Jack been. is pretty new to the world of Pokemon. I am. Brand new, in fact. Do you have a favorite yet? Okay, yes, I do. Who, who is it? It's Haunter. Okay. Okay. Because that episode that he's in, in Pokemon, oh, this is revealing a lot about me. I just, 
like cracked up so freaking much at him. Oh yeah. Like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so god. I love that you're also watching it though. I am. I like, want, that's I'm cool. a fan. I you got it. me watching it again. Like you're watching it again. So yeah, good. I got to the episode. I think they're on, they're about to meet Brock. So I'm not as oh, far okay. as you yet. Okay. Right. Squirrel Squad is coming up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ready for Squirrel Squad. Squirrel Squad. It's amazing. Squad. Wow. We just lost all our listeners. Thank yeah, you for listening to our okay, Pokemon see ya. recap. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. Oh, God. Okay. Well, diving in here, I guess, because we don't have all the time in the world, but. Um, I guess this is great before we keep talking about Pokemon. We should probably talk about why we're here. Um, the school year has officially started, right? Like students are back in school. They just started. And I'm convinced of this, that students from our community want to share their faith with friends in their schools, but either they don't know how or they don't know what to say or they're intimidated by the thought of it. And I don't, and they might not even know where to start. So maybe they've wanted to share their faith or talk about Jesus, but they're just like, what do I even do? Like if it was a map, it's like, where's the part where we start? Um, so today, the idea of being an influencer, right, is such an idealized concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone knows social media influencers are really popular and they make a ton of money. But all of us who are Christians already have been given a platform to influence the world around us. And many of us who aren't like our Christians aren't using that platform. So today... I thought the three of us could talk about how to be an influence for Christ, what that means, what it looks like, and how we can do it best. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to thank you guys for joining me for this specific episode. You guys were our student leader interns this summer, helping out in chapel students. So as the summer's wrapping up, I just figured it was the most fitting to have you guys on for this episode. Um, so Chris, I'm going to start with you. Yeah. What does it mean to be an influence? Like, what do you think mm. that means to you? Um, what do you think? Why do you think Gen Z puts so much emphasis on like influencers? Why yeah. is that such a big deal right now? Mm. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, to me, being an influence is like your life and the things that you do and the the way that you portray yourself um, is like an example for others, right? And then they start to um, either want to be like you or mimic you or things like that right and so that's just a little broad interpretation of the word but like specifically for students and why gen z i think puts such an emphasis on it is i really do think that social media has a huge part in that right yeah because they're on there and they they're following all of these influencers they know everything about them right and their lives are looking more and more like that or right or like they're the trendsetters right so like new things or new new outfits or new uh a few years ago is dances right or new things right that are popping up in their culture hmm. we don't even know about because we're not following those influencers yeah right? and so that that plays such a heavy um role right um on them and on, in their like friend groups and stuff like that too and so i think that that's why um gen z puts a huge emphasis on on um on influencers but i think that also i love what you were saying about that we as christians have already been given that platform right yeah so like even in our day-to-day lives right students in their friend groups or in their um in their campuses in their clubs in their sports teams at work right every single day of their life they can be an influence in a positive way Mm. to others and i know that we're going to continue to talk about that jack what do you think I know you were, this is interesting too, because you were homeschooled, correct? 
Yes, so, it was. So how, like, how is, because a lot of our listeners, a lot of chapel students are homeschooled, and they might be like, I'm not, you know, around as many kids as public school students are, but like, how does the concept of being an influence impact a homeschool student? I think, I think that's a really good question. Um, and I, I think the really important thing to remember, especially if you're a homeschooler, if you have really a tight-knit community, um, that you're always someone's idol. You're someone's hero. Someone looks up to you. So you always have more influence than you think that you do. Even without a million followers. Even without a million followers, there's always that one guy who thinks, man, you know, Billy is so cool. I want to be like him. Billy. He'll never tell you. Yeah, it's Billy. It's We've had a Billy, so that works. You know Billy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he's so cool. He's the coolest. I want to be just like him. I'm doing Billy's wedding on July 3rd next year. Shout out to Billy and Danielle. Love you guys. That's a real thing. Oh, that's real. No, that's a real like, thing. He's really taking this <laughs> yeah. bit far. I was like, okay. I was proving that, I'm really do- that I really know Billy. Wow. Well, you can we, keep going. We all want to be like Billy, right. right? And so you're always like, someone's always looking up to you, so you can always leverage that for Christ. Even if you don't think that you do, mm. there's a skill that you have, there's a thing that you've said, there's a, a humor that you have, something about you that the Lord has made unique that someone looks up to you for, and that's your platform. And you yeah. can use that for Christ. Even in a homeschool community? Even in a homeschool community, whether it's like... What does that look like? Because it's, it's foreign to me. Like, yeah. how, like how then do I maybe use that influence or that platform in homeschool? I think it, there's a lot of different ways. If you are a co-op person, then you have a smaller knit community. Or if you are a person who like goes to chapel students, but you're homeschooled, those are places you can use... Um, your platform like your platform for Christ or even if it's really just you and your family and you have little siblings or you have bigger siblings or even your parents like mm. maybe you're a believer and your parents aren't that is a platform for you because your wow. parents are That's so always true. looking at you we have mm. a lot of students that come from like they're the only set of believers or them and their siblings or maybe just them and their parents don't go to church they don't have a bible like they're they're alone in this whole thing mm. and those students that's so cool that you said that because even right now they need to know that even though they feel like they're like alone on an island, their family is on that island with them yeah. and watching how they live and make mm-hmm. choices and do things that represent Christ in whatever way. Yeah. yeah. So much of like hmm. this generation is looking for their <clears throat> purpose and their calling. Well, if that's your story, if you're saved and your parents are, start there. Like the Mm. Lord has put you there for a reason. That's your mission field. That is your platform. That's good. That is good. And I think, Jack, you said something else uh, that makes me think of this because so you're, you're saying, and I totally, I think we're all on board with this, that you are an influence no matter what, like with followers or not, like being aware already off the bat, anyone listening to this, you're already an influencer. Like you're influencing someone in some way. So then that leads me to my next question, which is there must be then two types of influence. Positive, like you're doing a great job leading someone in, a, in some way, or the flip of that, negative. You're a negative influence, a bad influence, or, and we understand that too because we've, our parents are like, that person's a bad influence on you, or that person is rubbing off on you in the wrong way. So like we recognize that other people can be rubbing off on us or being a bad influence to us, but then I guess we could either be a good influence or a bad influence. Can you dive into what a negative influence for Christ may look like? Yeah, I think I think two things really come to mind that just kind of pops in my head. One is that you're always Jesus to someone. You're always the only Christian that someone knows. That's super good. And so everything that you do, they're watching. You wow. know, 
not in a scary way, but like in a scary way a little bit because whatever they view you as, whatever they associate you with is what they associate Jesus with. So you have to kind of watch yourself what you do, what you say, sometimes even what you wear, like, and understand that whatever you're doing in their mind, they're saying Jesus is okay with that. Mm. Wow. And I think the other thing is that it, it's hard, especially if you're a homeschooler or you grew up going to church, all your friends are Christians. You need to understand that lost people are going to act lost. And mm. so you can't enforce peop, like a Christian's uh, ideals and Christian standards on people that they're not going to uphold because they don't love Jesus. Yeah. Um, they're not, they don't need to uphold that because they're not called to that. Yeah. Jack, that's so good. That's so um, important, I think, for these students to hear too. You know, it's like sometimes I think of when I was a student, right, how uh, the struggle I felt between um, being one way at church and then being a different way at school. I don't know mm-hmm. if any students feel that too, where it's mm-hmm. like I'm kind of being tugged between one foot in, be- one foot yeah, out, kind of. Exactly. Yeah, you know, totally. like I'm having the positive influence at at um, at church. I'm having that negative influence at at school, or or maybe mm-hmm. anywhere else that I'm finding myself, and I'm and I'm trying to figure out what I want to be and yeah. who where God's where who God has created me to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to just follow that path, but I'm my worlds are all are everywhere, totally, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm a little lost at the same time. Um, so yeah, that was, that was really cool. What you said, like, that's so true. Like everyone is watching, like mm-hmm. everyone is watching. You. It's kind of scary. Yeah. 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 So if that's the case, then if the world is watching and everyone's like, if as a Christian, I mean, this isn't just for Christians, right? Everyone's watching everyone. So everyone lives some sort of fishbowl life where everyone's looking at you. And it's not like, oh, now you've got to be perfect, right? Because Jesus doesn't command perfection, but he does like command holiness. Like he does want us to pursue righteousness. But if if everyone listening to this realizes that they're already influencing those around them, then how can students make sure that they're representing Christ well and positive, positively influencing others? So that's what this is about. How do we positively influence others around us for Christ? Yeah. Whether it's by sharing faith or how we live our Like, what does it mean? Like, boots on the ground. How do I do that? Yeah. I think a huge way of doing that and something that I had to learn over the years is um, <clears throat> to do the best... Uh, to do my best in everything, right? Because that can be the best or that can be my best, right? Mm -hmm. And so that will set an example um, to others around us, right? And students that are listening right now, they're like, they're like, "Uh, I don't know. I struggle with, with being, I, I can be a lazy student or whatever, but God calls us to do our best. Right. Mm -hmm. And so just that alone, it's so simple of an idea, but just that alone will, will be an example to the students around them, right? They're like, man, whoever it is, Johnny, he he does his best in everything. Why? Johnny, why are you do your best? Why are you this way? Mm-hmm. And boom, easy transition into explaining why. Because God's called me to do it. You know, because I glorify him. Kind of segue into that. So nine years ago, I joined my band. Um, I'm in a band. I play the drums. And I've been in that band since August 4th. Uh, nine years, which is crazy, wow. <laughs> which is so long. It's like, oh my goodness, that's nuts. But I joined that band. The one thing that I joined that band 
to do was like, you know, see the, the people in that band, not every one of them are Christians. Um, and they, so that means automatically they live differently than me. They act differently than me. Mm-hmm. Their choices are different than choices I would make. The, uh, the things that they do or the way that they act. Now, these are, they're all great people. Um, I'm not saying they're like total delinquents and just burning buildings down, but we're just different. And then I said, you know, I, I just looked at my own life and I said, I only surround myself with Christians. Like, I'm just around people who look, act, think are just like me and then I realized I'm not really able to I'm not sharing my faith with really anyone because Mm -hmm. I'm with people who are already believers who already attend my church who already attend my youth group or small group I haven't made many non-christian friends I realized I was just in like a a little bible bubble if you will and so then that was one of the main things I was like you know I'm going to join this band and just be an influence on these people and you know the music industry itself like is kind of just like it can be like a a a dark place you know the venues or the bands you play with or the the ways that people live or act or the venue promoters or the concert manager or the people on stage or or whatever it's it can be like kind of a rowdy dark environment and it needs light in it. And so I said, I'm going to be that light. Like, I'm going to make sure that whenever someone is the show promoter or the person who owns the venue, I'm going to thank them because the majority of these people aren't thanking this person. I'm going to go out of the way and find the person who's cleaning up the the, the spilled drinks or the, you know, the, the mess. I'm going to go find that person and tell them, thanks for doing such a great job. Or I'm going to go talk to these other bands and be like, dude, you're killing it. Or you're such a great drummer. Really? Wow. No one's ever told me that. Well, man, like, or when someone comes to me and is like, I really loved watching you play. Like, you're great. Thanks, man. You know, it's, it's, it's all God. Like, it's not me. It's God's given me these talents and these skills. And I'm just able to, I love, I love being able to do it. I like being able to play drums because he's gifted me for it. And they're like, whoa, that's cool. I've never heard it said that way. Tell like, and bam, conversations. Or what do you do? Is this all you do? No, I'm a, I'm a youth pastor at a church. Wait, what? And then the conversations that <laughs> yeah. happen are crazy. Yeah. And it just is like such a unique avenue that the Lord is able to use in a, a place that I would have never thought of. But it's mm. been really cool over the past nine years to do that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. It's been really cool. Yeah. So we've got a few minutes left. Let's talk. Unless, Jack, was there something that you were going to say? Like he shared something. Me, I didn't I want to like cut you off if you had something like... A story or anything like that. I got a little something. Yeah, I come think on. I think what you guys said is absolutely amazing, and I think maybe like a preamble to that or a first step to that in making sure that you know that everyone is watching you and how you act as a light to other people is making sure that you yourself are deeply rooted, mm. because wow, yeah, the, the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever is inside is going to get out, you know. Yeah. So you got to make sure that you are spending your time with the Lord and you're making sure that what's going on inside is of jesus so that what goes on outside is of jesus and then everything else will flow yeah that was really well said so good that's great jack thank you so um we also wanted to be able to give people practical tips on how to share their faith what does that look like um that's not just something that comes from youth pastors or your small group leaders or your parents that's actually a command from jesus himself Mm -hmm. you look at matthew 28 that's matthew chapter 28 uh verse 19 through 20, he says, Jesus is speaking and he says, therefore go 
and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And, and so often we can feel like we're alone in this. Mm-hmm. And so often we can be like, that's such a big assignment. But he ends it with this. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Mm-hmm. That's such a promise. That's mm-hmm. such a comfort to me to know, oh, I'm about to say that Jesus gives me the skills to play drums. Oh, that's so weird. God be with me. And then bam. God is with me in that and opens the, like you just said, opens the door, Chris, to so much more Mm -hmm. that if I had not been obedient or had like stayed inside like of myself and didn't open up about it, who knows what that conversation would have looked like. So Mm. I've seen the benefit of doing that and just being bold. Mm -hmm. So my, my tip is just be bold. Know that God has equipped you, has given you the strength given you the words to say. Uh, and if you're just bold in that and you lead out in it and you just trust God, like, okay, meet me here. He's going to do it. He's with you always, he says, even till the end of the age. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Um, I think if I had to give one tip, I think it's a little bit similar to KJ's, but it, if you want to share your faith more, the biggest thing to do is just do it. Like, if you want to get good at something, you do it, you know? Yeah, that's good. And not only, like, it feels like you're alone, like he said. You're not alone. The Holy Spirit is with you. Yes. If you need words, he will give them to you. You have to have faith that that will happen. But if you want to get good, just do it. Is it going to be awkward sometimes? Mm. Yes. But it's okay. Awkwardness is not the end of the world. So, you want to get good at it? Just do it. You want to do it more? Just do it. I promise you. It'll flow. And in the same way, like you just said, when you ride a bike, you might fall a little bit so when you share your faith you might you might like bumble some words or something might happen but then you learn for next time like just like when you ride a bike oh that's because i did this or i wobbled a lot and then you fix that and now you're a great bike rider same thing here you only learn by like doing it and getting that repetition in practice yeah and you're not going to be the only one who shares their faith with this person probably you're maybe one of like 10 people who collectively the message of jesus gets to them so it doesn't fall on your shoulders. We're called the body of Christ yeah. for a reason. Wow. There's a bunch of us. So yeah. it's not all on you. Chill out a little bit. Everything's yeah. fine. Mm. Chris, what I about you? I think a couple really practical ways to do this um, that are so simple. Um, like If you want to do this, you can do this today. It's Let's just go. to invite your friends to church. Invite your Come friends. On, bring yeah. them along with you because then they're experiencing what you experience every day mm-hmm. or every week, right? Mm. And then... Not only that, they'll hear something, right? So something will sink in with them. Um, another practical way is that I like that I have liked to do. Have you know what I mean? No, I got you. <laughs> that I have done in the past um, is I'll have a friend or or someone um, near me that um, it's like going through something, okay? And then they confide in me, right? And then I'm like, what's the first thing I'll do? Hey, this is gonna be weird. But can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. Because maybe they've never been prayed over, but I know that people people are accept generally that. accepting of prayer. Yeah. Like yeah. no, one, yeah. a lot of people aren't really so much like, no, I don't like that. Yeah, like people are pretty it. like yeah. open to that yeah. for people. It's mm-hmm. such a good transition. Like pray for you, and then boom, we could talk more about it. Or like, yeah. hey. 
I'm I'm always here, okay? So you can talk to me and then we can like we can walk through this together, you know? You just live life and love others like Jesus says. That is a perfect way to um take that first step in sharing your faith. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I think it's helpful to remember too. Like I think we make it a lot we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I have to share my faith, what's going to We I think it's important for us to know we don't save anybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Holy Spirit <laughs> saves people. Yes. We uh-huh. are instruments, tools that he uses mm-hmm. to reach others. Yeah. And we're called to be obedient to that. Yeah. And that's what that's what's expected of us. Like going out and doing it and allowing the Holy Spirit to do the work in their spirit, in their heart, mm-hmm. in their life, and we trust that that's happening. Like mm-hmm. we don't have the that's such a big responsibility and burden like that God can take care of. Yeah. That's not on us. No. And I think once you realize that, you're like, oh, yeah. like, that's just a lot of pressure taken off of me. Mm-hmm. You know, chapel students were all about the first thing, like our whole church, our, our church and our student community exists so that students and people would come to know God. And that's something that, man, that's like, that's just a, that's a command. Like we exist in, for the people know God because God commands us to make more of us, to, to tell people about his goodness. And I think sometimes, especially in, when I talk to my small group, shout out to the ninth grade boys, rising 10th grade. A lot of times they tell me people don't want to hear it because, or people don't believe it because what's good for you is good for you. And what's good for me is good for me. So everyone's just got this universal mindset. Well, the thing I know that no one can deny is God's work in my own life. So sometimes the best thing you can tell them is how God has moved in your life because you can't deny that. I've seen it. I've seen evidence of God at work, God moving, God answering this prayer, God showing up in this way. And there's no other explanation for it. And that's why I believe. Or that's what increases my faith. Or that's what helps me trust. Yeah. And I think sometimes we forget that like the best testimony, the best story, the best offense you can have is your own your own life. Yeah. That's good. Because it's undoubt like it, it's undeniable. It's God's done it. You you can't unprove that. Or and maybe that friend has seen it. Or maybe that friend has seen God work in their own life and they don't recognize that it is God. Mm-hmm. So something's happened or someone was healed from some sickness or someone got the job they had been hoping for or that you had been praying for. And then they're like, hey, I got the job. And you're like, guess what? I was praying that you would get that job. Mm-hmm. That's not luck. That's not coincidence. That's God at work in your life. And that person could be like, you can't see me right now, but I'm doing the, the brain, the, the mind explosion, is, just the mind it. blown, like, whoa, oh, I never thought of it that way. And it could totally change their whole yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, that's why I say God moves in mysterious ways, because he moves in the mystery until we declare what it is, right? Wow. Yeah. And so it's, I just, yeah, that was really good, KJ. Guys, do you have any closing thoughts, final thoughts for today? Mm. We're wrapping up. I don't know if I can say anything after you said that. I, that was good. I didn't even mean to do that, that but it was just something that just it popped into my mind as you guys were sharing it, and I didn't want to not say hey, The Holy say Spirit it. gave you words. That's right. That's right. I can't deny That's it. That's my experience. You can't <laughs> deny that. Either. Stop denying it. Woo. Practice what we wow. preach. That is so true. Guys, thank you 
so much for spending time with yeah. us today yeah, on the pod. I'm so glad that everyone was able to hear your tips. And hey, like, if you want to learn more about this or you listened to this podcast and you're like, help me, man, reach out to us on Instagram or reach out to your leader and your leader, like, this is what we're here for. We're here to help you with this, to give you more tips, to coach you, to move you into action, um, to put your faith into motion. And that is what it's all about. Um, I know I speak for everyone listening to this podcast today when I say thank you for all of your help this summer. Without you, Jack, we wouldn't have thought of doing the the second foam machine. Without you, Chris, we wouldn't have thought to do the Xbox giveaway. So I'm super duper thankful for you guys. You guys are the real deal. You help make this summer the best summer in Chapel Students history. Thank you, KJ. It was so much fun. No, you you guys, thank you for real. It's an honor. I do have one more thing, KJ. Please. If you want to be my friend on Pokemon Go, my trainer code is 2585-5427-8736. I'll send you gifts every day. We're going to edit this part out, I think. No, we're not. He didn't even... We didn't practice that. That's his actual trainer code. Yeah, he read it from. That was my experience. I saw it. If you wanna, if you wanna be Jack's friend on Pokemon Go, we run the Chapel Gym out at the sign. Yes, we do. So if you're ever fighting anyone there, you're probably fighting us, or we're gonna take you down if you own it. So that's kind of how it is around here. All right. Well, anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Remember to like, comment, subscribe to the podcast, and follow us on Instagram at chapelstudents.midlow. Or if you're downtown, follow us at, at chapelstudents.sa for our Scots Edition campus. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Bye.